0: The morning after. Good morning, Canes fans. Good afternoon. It is afternoon, but I'm just sitting down to my first coffee to record a day after podcast for you guys, for Canes fans. It was a big win last night. A big win for Manny. Manny needed this one. He's damn sure couldn't afford to lose it. And it was a good win. It was a good win all things considered. You know, I'm not as impressed with Louisville as everybody else is, but it was a decent win. So let's get to it. First, the quarterback. What more can be said? He's a baller. There was a lot of praise for him last night from Herb Street on the ABC crew. It was a big night for the Canes. On ABC primetime, the whole country was watching. And that quarterback, that quarterback kind of reminds me of Russell Wilson a little bit. Like He's just smart, smart with the ball. No picks, not trying to force it. He had a good game. He didn't really get the running going too much, but I'm not a big proponent of running quarterbacks anyway because that kid's going to run and he's going to get knocked out and we're going to have to put one of the chumps in. So, I'm fine with him playing it safe, throwing the ball down the field, and running the ball. I like the running back, Cam Harris. He's built like a real running back. I'm tired of having small running backs that should be kick returners. Cam's a big kid, a bruiser, and he's got the wheels to go. That's what it is. That's what it's about in college. You watch you know, the Sunday uh, ESPN shows that you know college football highlight shows you're just going to see kids breaking long runs it's college football it's not the nfl and for too many years it seems like you know in the past couple of years the miami backs have been you know they've been able to get some yards but they haven't been able to break them for touchdowns they either get caught after 50 yards i remember year b did have a big run but uh Cam played good. Let me pull up some stats here so I know what what I'm talking about. How you guys doing? Everybody good? Yeah. I mean, just looking at the box score here. Just a ridiculous average. 15 yards per carry for Cam. 14.9. It not, only had nine carries, 134 yards, one touchdown with the long one of 75. That was a great run. Great run. The other two backs that everybody is getting tattoos of and naming their kids after, they managed 19 yards on 11 carries combined. Chaney Jr., the werewolf, he had seven carries for 10 yards for 1.4 average. Knighton, four carries for nine yards for two-point. That's garbage. And King had eight carries for nine yards for a 1.1 average. So, and one thing that really pissed me off last night was the goal line. You know, guys have followed me. Know I'm big into short yardage. Like, it's great to bust those long runs. And I already saw that uh, Roman broke down the cam play, showed some seal blocks, and how they, uh, you know, approach blocking that's the, the safety that had crept into the box and everything, and it sprung Cam for the 75 yarder, and he still had the wheels to, you know, make it go the distance. But what about the short yardage? When they got to the goal line, you just knew what was going to happen. Those, the interior part of the line, I don't understand why we're not getting, um, Junior college transfer or portal players to play interior. The interior part of the line is so weak. When it's first and goal from the one, you feel better being from the 30. Because Miami can play in space, but they cannot match up hat to hat. They got pushed back. The play didn't really happen or whatever. And then they got to run it again. And the same thing happened. They lost a yard. And then lost a couple more yards, and it was a field goal attempt. Feel a lot better about field goal attempts than did last year. Last year didn't even feel good for extra points. That kid walloped a huge, huge uh, kick last night. And I think that had a lot to do with the tone of the game. Louisville had to play knowing that, you know, that kid can hit 50-yard field goals. You're kind of playing on a short field. So Louisville had to press the ball knowing that they couldn't give up um, short field positioning because Miami has a real field goal kicker now. See some other uh, box score. All right, the receiving... I know you guys love tight ends, the big doofuses. And Brevin Jordan had seven for 120, 17.1 average, only one touchdown, long of 47 yards. He's He's a freak. He's sick. He's sick with it. But the other kids, Mark Pope, four catches, 64 yards, had a big drop or a couple of big mistakes. The Harley kid, I thought it was Hartley. Oh, well. Two receptions for 30 yards, no touchdowns. Mallory, the other tight end, had one catch for 17 yards. It was a touchdown. Wiggins, two for 15. Cam, one for four. I don't know. I mean, receiver is like my least favorite position on the team. Almost all receivers universally are chumps. Just look at the NFL. Look at the kids that have come out of college. Look at Odell Beckham. He's won nothing. To one nothing. All those um, Georgia and Alabama receivers—they've won nothing. But you guys want to you know throw the ball sixty times a game? We'll be through it thirty times. Eighteen of thirty. 325 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, QBR 77. I mean, what, can, what more can you say? Thank God we have this kid, because if we were relying on the quarterbacks
1: that we recruited, we're probably 0-2. But defensively is why I'm the most disappointed
0: this Sunday, because, I mean, giving up 34 points, you're not good if you give up 34 points. I know this is a new era of football here where everybody thinks they're Patrick Mahomes, so they're going to score tons of points. But giving up 34 points to a team like Louisville. Bolden Head, 11 total tackles. Nine of them were solo. That's too much for your safety to... Uh,
1: to have that many tackles. That means the ball's getting downfield. Just having some coffee here. Just going over some stats.
0: McLeod, nine tackles. Carter, eight tackles. So, 17 tackles between the safeties really shows you that the ball... Either the ball carrier or receiver is, you know, downfield. The majority of your
1: tackles should be your linemen and your linebackers, not your safeties. Brooks had four tackles. A lot of guys had a lot of tackles. Louisville ran a lot of plays. Louisville ran a lot of plays. Kid threw it 36
0: times for 307 yards. That secondary gave up 307 yards. The pass rush that everybody bragged about all offseason has got to get better. Stop with the holding call crying nonsense. That's (laughs) you guys think there's an international conspiracy, worldwide conspiracy that all uh, referees, regardless of conference or affiliation, are in some sort of agreement not to call holding penalties against Miami, just drop it. You sound stupid. You got to be able to beat those, the hold. You got to be able to beat the offensive linemen and get some
1: sacks. How many sacks? Three sacks. Now compare that with the 10 that Miami gave up last year to the Gators. Like, that was a real pass rush. But Miami, these
0: pass rush-specific defensive ends, well, if they're not getting to the quarterback, then the balls are being completed because the secondary's weak. Like, I'm just not happy with this defense right now. You guys think that Louisville is a lot better than they really are and I can't think of a, a moment when Louisville has done anything. Did they beat Alabama once 30 years ago with Browning Nagel at quarterback? Whatever his name was. Oh, Louisville's got a quarterback that can kneel at the 50-yard line and throw it through the uprights. Wow. Wow. Oh, yeah, they did win a couple of big games when they had Lamar Jackson, which is just another... Recruiting fail for Miami. Funny that the two best, all the best players on the team weren't recruited, right? The two defensive ends are transfer portals. The quarterbacks a transfer portal.
1: I guess the running backs are recruits. Just a weird, weird, weird way to build a team. And then for the second year in a row, for the defense
0: to get abused by Tutu Atwell from Northwestern NWA, that is sad. Like, that's double thumbs down. That's put the turnover chain back in the box for four weeks and think about allowing yourself to get beat by a 150-pound football player from your own hometown who should be playing on your
1: team. At the least, they should rough him up. Like, you just don't let a guy from your own home team, from
0: your own hometown, come and have like a career game against you. The Canes learned that the hard way from Dalvin Cook, who should have been a Miami Hurricane and wasn't. And then to get beat on your home field by a hometown kid with Dalvin Cook running around Joe Robbie Stadium. With a smile on his face looking like a Shrek donkey. How many times did we have to see that? How many wins did Dalvin Cook get at Hard Rock? Two? One or two? Kid never won anything. Didn't win a national title. The biggest moment of his life was beating the University of Miami three times in a row. Because the Miami defenders were afraid of him. Well, here we are. Four years later, three years later, and now the Miami Hurricane defenders have found another guy to be afraid of. This time, it's a 150-pound dude named Tutu. (laughs) Seriously. Like, I saw the kid Phillips get punked by the Louisville offensive lineman who was pointing to his head like, I'm in your head, I'm in your head. Dude, you swang on that moment. You bulldog him. These kids are all watching MMA. Go for the takedown. I never let somebody point at their t- helmet at you. What's wrong with that kid? They might t- do that out in UCLA. Oh, dog, I pointed at my helmet and told him I'm in your head. Man, hell no. They should have jumped that kid, and they should have jumped Tutu well. Just serious lack of uh, intensity on this defense. Let's just go out there and let a 150-pound wide receiver show all of us up. Everything we did during the off season, all the bragging they've been doing about the pass rush, all the bragging you guys have been doing for years about these kids in the secondary, and they get beat by a 150-pounder. Unbelievable. Let's get back to some stats. I'm starting to get fired up here, and it's just the first cup of coffee. Well... Louisville, what's the kid's name? The running back? Javian Hawkins from Titusville. (laughs) For real, he's from Titusville. Wow. I once went in a gas station in Titusville. 27 carries, 164 yards, 6.1 average, one touchdown, long of 19. So he didn't bust a long run to get that gaudy yardage. He just ran it down their throats. So maybe some of you guys that are on Twitter can explain to me how the run what like how the run defense just disappears. That kid's a nobody. JV and Hawkins from Titusville. Another kid, Hall. Nine carries, thirty seven yards, four point one average. Cunningham didn't do anything. And then receiving out well eight catches, 114 yards, 14.3 average, two touchdowns with a long of 33. Pathetic. Listen, that dude is a nobody. He's not Roscoe Parrish. He's not Santana Moss. He's not going in the first round. He's not going in the first three rounds of the NFL. That secondary, like Mike Rumpf and whoever else is coaching that secondary, That's sad you let a kid like that do that to you. From Northwestern, every team I would have been on that I ever played on, we'd have brawled. Like you're from my hometown and you show up on another team to play, we're swinging. They have him listed at 5'9", 165 pounds. He's trying to look hard in this photo too. Dude, you're 165 pounds. Sit down. seemed to do all his damage last night. He didn't have a touchdown the week before. Against Western Kentucky, he only had, he had 7 catches for only 78 yards, no touchdowns. Long of 17. Miami, 8 catches, 114 yards, two touchdowns along a 33. Who was covering him? That is. That is sad. That means you boo the next game. Then these guys come out for the FSU game. When they announce these, uh, the secondary, you got to boo. You cannot give up 114 yards. The dude named Tutu Atwell from Northwestern. Who's trying to look hard in this photo. But he's not. He's 165 pounds. Throw that dude off the field. Oh, they can't catch him. Sad. Fitzpatrick, seven catches, 74 yards, 10.6 average, no touchdowns. 307 yards passing Louisville had. You guys think that's cool? A lot of you think that that's no big deal. That that's just the way it is now, like giving up three hundred yards. It happens. Hey, it happens. To everybody. It happens to Alabama. It happens to everyone. No, it don't. So, let's see. Louisville lost two fumbles. Miami well, didn't turn the ball over. That's big. you got to give them credit for that. No turnovers in the past few years. Just been turnover crazy. Their big defender, C.J. Avery, had the most tackles. He's a linebacker. Our most tackles are coming from the secondary, from, from the safety position. C.J. Avery, he had 10 tackles. Zero sacks, no forced fumbles, no interceptions. He's 5'11", 230 pounds. He's trying to look hard in this photo, too. But he's not. He's from Grenada, Mississippi? Okay, that makes sense. Why Tutu Atwell is on Louisville. Why any kid from Miami would go to Louisville. Louisville is a renegade program. They're not a four-star program. They're not an uh, elite program. They're not an elite brand, as they say out there. Louisville is a renegade program. They take kids that can't get into other schools. They play dirty. Why is it always pushing and shoving and, and talking with Louisville? I just go back to when the Canes stomped on their logo and then got beat up on the field and in the game? Sad. Does this go back to trader Teddy Bridgewater? Let's go play for Louisville. The other kid, too. Lamar Jackson? Louisville? <laughs> yeah. I don't pull for dudes like that. A bunch of their linebackers made tackles. They had six tackles for Loss. I mean 10 tackles for loss. Pretty good. But just too much yardage. Too much yardage given up. They gave up 209 rushing yards and 307 passing yards. That's 500 yards. That's a joke. So, that's why I'm fired up on a Sunday after a big win. I guess it's going to be a big game again next week. FSU at Hard Rock. ABC game day. ESPN game day is going to be there. Game's going to be on ABC again. It's going to get huge ratings. It's going to get huge ratings. And uh and Miami better come out because I know everybody's laughing at Florida State. They look like doofuses now. They're Um, practice videos are like hysterically funny, but you guys know that game is going to be a brawl. FSU is not Louisville. They're not rolling out dudes from Grenada, Mississippi, or 150 pound wide receivers from Titusville. (laughs) FSU's got some real recruits on there and they'll probably have a real pass rush and they'll probably have. A running back I mean I watched them last week a little bit I wasn't staring at it but I watched they they, they didn't look good but as excited as everybody is for scoring 40 something points last night the defense gave up 500 yards 500 yards and dudes are ecstatic on Twitter I realize it's game two of weird time that we're living in, the pandemic, the plague. But you can't give up 500 yards. You just can't. There's no excuses for that. You can't give up 202 rushing yards to a team like Louisville. Do you understand? You can't get beat for 116 yards and two touchdowns by a dude named Tutu. This is on Blades, Bolden, all of them. Ivy. Phillips. Roche. They've got to get tougher. They've got to get mentally tougher and physically tougher. Yes, when you have the quick strike offense, the defense is going to get tired. But the defense can get turnovers too. Like instead of giving up, 500 yards, how about give up
1: 300 and get three more turnovers? Does that make sense? 500 yards to Louisville, a renegade program. A renegade program that takes dudes from Titusville in Grenada, Mississippi
0: and thinks they got something. They, they Louisville plays with swagger. They play with
1: attitude. They've won like two meaningful games in the history of the whole school. Coffee's starting to kick in. I do these podcasts solo.
0: I appreciate you guys listening. And... If you like it, you like what I have to say. I don't have a big network. I don't have a group of guys that going to sit and chat and laugh it up. It's just me, Sunday morning after a big game, getting my thoughts out there.
1: So, if you liked it, subscribe. You can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, all the best podcast resources. And... Maybe I'll do one in a couple of days looking forward
0: to FSU, even though I know nothing about FSU. I don't even know who their quarterback is.
1: Blackman? I can't name any Knowles. So maybe I just better do a morning after podcast,
0: Sunday morning after the big game. So to wrap it up, it's a big win for Manny. We're all proud of him. He needed that win. God knows He's a wounded dog at the end of last year, and I made a pledge that I was going to support this guy. And I did. That doesn't mean I'm not going to criticize him at all and just support, but I am supporting Manny. Not so sure about the defensive coordinator. This doesn't look like Hurricane's defense to me. It's a big night for Derek King. It's going to suck when this kid leaves because just having him for one season or if he's going to stay two seasons or whatever. I'd really like to see some continuity, see what this kid can do after, you know, five or six games. Wish he had some real receivers to throw it to. These kids should be hanging their heads, those wide receivers with those drops. They should be hanging their heads low, sunglasses on, hoodie up, like trying to hide.
1: Off social media. Just be embarrassed. Cam had a good game with the big run. A couple of, couple of big
0: plays. Happy for him. Not so happy with the freshman running backs, but
1: that's you know to be expected, I guess. Big tight ends played well. Herb Street, love that.
0: He just loves those big tight ends. And then the collapse of the defense. You know, they made some plays. They answered every time. I'm not into having to score every possession because your defense gives up a score every possession. It's going to come back to bite you in the ass because with a couple of turnovers, now you lose. Miami had one or two turnovers last night. They probably would have lost the game. So... That's it for me. Go Canes, 47-34, final score against Louisville, the renegade program, with a bunch of players from Titusville and Grenada, Mississippi. That's it. Subscribe. See ya.